when women in developing countries are more educated, the birth rate goes down. The hell is that? Ben's uh, stroking the cat. Are you not listening? Yeah, population to it. (laughs) (laughs) WTC7 won't go away. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Fermite. It's the Fermite and the holographic jets. It's a fucking scud that hit the Pentagon. Willkommen, bienvenue, konnichiwa, bonchikawa. So I'm Inquisition time yet again, episode 129 on Sunday the 26th of April. I'm Amish Phil. I'm Amish Ben. I'm Amish Matt. The dwarf, the couple and the mother of madness. How are we doing? Yeah, that's a middling. Yeah. Bon. Très bon. <laughs> Good weather's over now, isn't it? So uh, lockdown should uh, end soon. We can yeah. all get out in the uh, in the rain. The lovely rain. Is it not supposed to be nice again tomorrow? Is it? I think so. But my day's off. Somewhere. Be nice somewhere. I think it's going to be bright tomorrow. Brighter than today. <laughs> bright, bye. Oh, God. Streaming problems yet again. Oh, well. Well, now. What are you going to do? No. No, just every time oh. we record. Fucking stresses me out. What are you typing? What's <laughs> uh, <so laughs> Lax. It's a message to me. Oh, God. Oh, Messing the stream. <laughs> I've got loads of good news stories this week. Have you? Hooray! Yeah! Huzzah! At least half a dozen, depending on how you count them. Wow, is what is one of them? Oh, God. You're a bit on the quiet side, Ben. Compared to Matt, is your mic buried 13. in you? Oh, that sounds <laughs> a lot better. My, my microphone a little bit further away. Is that any better? Mm. That's well, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever. All right, don't care. I don't care anymore. No. Um, so unprofessional. We're fucking miles behind. It's ten to nine. Can we rattle through yeah. these good news stories? Yeah, let's do it. Um, go. <laughs> Rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is returning to CBeebies as of tomorrow. Every day? For a week. A week of bedtime stories. Is it every every night? Yep, next week. Uh, don't tell my wife. Well, public service announcement, eavesdroppers. At 10 to 7 tomorrow, if you hear a low rumbling sound, do not be alarmed. It's just the sound of a million beans being flicked. Oh, what's Flapping wrong with you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why shouldn't we tell your wife, Matt? 
Um, because like every other uh, 30-something, nearly middle-aged woman, she fancies him oh, a little bit too much. And I did I did um, try and dissuade her from fancying her, saying that he is half an inch smaller than me. In what? In which Around. Uh, yeah, he's definitely replaced Des Lynam as the housewife's favourite, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Poor Des. Is he still around? I think he's... Uh, last time I see him, I mean, he, he seemed a little bit unwell. I don't know if he has dementia or something. Yeah, he's not well. Oh. He's been retired a good 10 years, I bet, now, hasn't he? Yeah. More. Oh, Des. All right, 15. Yeah. <laughs> Did you 20. see uh, Peter Kay on the, on the TV the other night? Apparently no. he looked quite ill. I didn't see it, but apparently he looked uh, unwell. Maybe just because well, he was wearing sunglasses. But his um, this is rumours isn't it, there's something wrong with one of his children. He's got like a rare genetic disorder or something, oh, right? That makes him unwell. But I don't know. I might be wrong. Um, I'm feeling. I think I'm feeling a little left out because we have Tom Hardy coming back, and we've mm-hmm. we've pee with Joe every morning. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I think I might start a petition for maybe like a Gemma Atkinson workout stream every morning. Tram- Trampolining with Gemma Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pervy Dads podcast. <laughs> I wonder uh, how many how many views would you, I bet you get more than Joe Wakes. Do you not think? Um, I'm pretty sure that she does that kind of thing. She does workouts and posts them on her Instagram stories and oh, stuff. Okay. I was um, flicking through her <coughs> site the other day, I think. Yeah? Her right. profile, I think you call it, rather than a site. On Insta? On the gram? Yeah. Right, okay. But she got, she, babe, she's happily, happily coupled up, isn't she? She's all lovey-dovey with Gorka. That's right, the dancer. Yeah, I thought Gorka was like from like Czechoslovakia or something, but he's um, Radford. Sp- Spanish, uh, I think. Okay, Gorka. Right. There you go. Doesn't sound a Spanish name, does it? No, it doesn't look particularly Spanish to me either. Lies, so <laughs> lies. <laughs> does Czechoslovakia even exist anymore? It's Czech Republic. No. Czech Republic and Slovakia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just cut it in half. Balkan War. <laughs> just cut it in half and made one one. Yeah. Six to one side and half a dozen to the other. Jesus. Um, another another good news story this week. We had um, a massive... What was the f- sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah. It was Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Wasn't the first... yeah. yeah, Tom Hardy, sorry. Second sorry. good news upbeat story. We had a massive online concert. All the world's greatest celebrity musicians and pop stars Yawn. got together <laughs> to entertain us. Did you not catch this? I've not watched any of this shite. Oh, you no. don't need to. I've got the best. I've got the highlight of it here. I'll play oh. a clip. I can see you 
the fuck is that? Is that Liam Gallagher? Wow. Puddle of is Mud. <laughs> Do you remember Puddle of Mud? From no. about 20 years ago, they had one hit. Is that, is that really Puddle of Mud? It was, yeah. They did it an acoustic thing, yeah. Oh, my God. Had, that was how awful. did they do that? Have they done it all separately and then they're like putting it together through a desk somewhere nope. or something? They're all sat in the same room, like a metre and a half apart. Right, okay. Yeah. Not two metres apart. No, not Puddle two of Mud. Puddle of Mud, yeah. To, I'm going to have to Google them now. Is that the song or the band? The, the band. They had two Ds in the name and four Ds. Two Ds at the end. Oh, of the right, name. yeah. It came up straight away. Puddle of. Yeah, it was uh, pretty shocking. I didn't watch any of it other than Ooh, I saw God. a bit of the Rolling are they, Stones. Are, are they American or something? <coughs> yeah. Everyone's American. <laughs> Oof. Awful. Rolling Stones, were they together? Or they hopefully they were all separate because they're all like ninety. <laughs> they're all in the, each other's houses. And um um Charlie Watts didn't have a drum kit, so he was just hitting um, not even that, like a cupboard, a wardrobe. <laughs> No. But it, and it sounded like you know it's a drum track, a proper drum track. It was just bizarre. That's but weird. Why bother? Why bother? Fake it till you make it. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Who else was on? I know Lady Lady Gaga was on there, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. Did she not organise the whole thing up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lady Gaga. Mm. Um. Who else? That it. Post Malone, was that? Uh, yeah. Who? God. That guy with the Never. writing on his face. Who <laughs> fell asleep on a biro? <laughs> yeah. God. Shocking. Uh, that sounds awful. Oh, it was. You didn't so, miss anything. So well done. Was it, was it on telly or was it just streamed on like, YouTube or something? I just saw a clip on Twitter. Fuck. Oh, right, okay. Obviously, puddling was it, mud, but would Was it more viral. or less appealing than a 99-year-old man walking around his house? As in, how much money did it raise? Oh, I don't <laughs> even think they were raising money. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Remember yeah. remember us after the lockdown. <laughs> we're still relevant. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's good, good to keep the profile up, isn't it? Yeah, it's it? just PR. It's PR, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Awful, awful people. I uh, put my talents to good use and answered the call, the, the podcaster's call, and bailed out a fellow podcaster this week. Oh. This is with your famous uh, impersonation skills. Um, the podcast is called At Wits End, and um, At Wits I answered Estefan's call, so I better play mm. you it. So, um, actually, before we get started with the first segment of the show, last week, if you guys watched, I attempted... An absolutely terrible Christopher Walken impression. You remember that, Julian? Oh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> remember that one. I think we're not known for our impressions, and I don't oh, think no, we no. ever... For our impressions. We we are impression novices. Uh, so what I did is I reached out to some impression uh, pros. That'll be me. <laughs> That'll be me. <laughs> Pro. And asked them if they could... Give me their best impression. A couple of them came through, and I actually wanted to show. I didn't tell you this about the show uh, before yeah. the show, Julian. I just wanted I to. Don't know. You, you don't know what's going on here. Right? Some, with some it. of these guys. One of them is a is a legitimate voice actor. The other one is hoping to be a voice actor. They <laughs> hoping to be a voice actor here. <laughs> 
They saved the best till last as well. Both hold podcasts themselves, and I appreciated their their reaching out and being able to do this for me. So let's see what their Christopher Walken impression sounds like. All right, okay. Cue it up. And it's another ten seconds with the Walken dude. I hope you're having a fantastic day and you're enjoying what. Shut up, you fucking bird. What? <laughs> <laughs> not not liking that one. Uh, no, no, that's a professional professional voice actor. <laughs> well, like I said, they saved the best till last anyway. So, have a great day. <laughs> when I saw that Stefan wanted a Christopher Walken impression, I said yes, but now. <laughs> I'm thinking, what am I doing this for? <laughs> but what an opportunity to engage with the podcast community when I could be eating a pear. <laughs> so, I don't know. Hey, Mike, thanks for the like, all right? If you saw, they did way better than I ever would. Thanks for that. Yeah, way better. I'll take that. Nice. Did he not name you? They had uh, the podcast link in our Twitter handle and everything on their live stream. <laughs> the first guy was freaking awesome. Mike, thanks for the share, brother. You're freaking awesome. Thank you, my man. Um, they did way better than I did. The other guy, I think he had a uh, like one of those filters over your face so that you can look like him. I don't know. It, it felt like he had a filter over his face, but he did freaking awesome. If you guys go to their podcast, give them a thanks. Give them a, a follow See? or a like or whatever they're doing. These guys are freaking awesome. Appreciate you guys. No problem, Mr. Fan. Anytime. <laughs> I can do pretty much anyone. So. <laughs> it's uh, happy to. As long as he's Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, happy to offer my services. So that's a nice, <laughs> nice positive news story, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And they have a really yeah. good, cool live stream. It's called At Wits End. And uh, they do similar to us, really, doing some topical stuff and, uh, mm. you know, weird things that happen in the news and whatnot. So check them out, eavesdroppers. Mm. Show them some love. Uh, what else have we had? Good news-wise. I'll tell you what we've had. Uh, good news on the treatment front. The treatment for COVID. Right. You must have heard about this. Um, where will it be? Financial... A question that probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. We'll the right, folks who right, and then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs, and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, <laughs> it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see, but the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's uh, that's pretty powerful. Ben, you've studied microbiology. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? 
I have I have no idea, but if you do any of that, like injecting, ingesting any kind of disinfectant, you're going to cause yourself more harm than good. And getting light inside the body, I, I can only imagine what that involves. I mean, I've seen fluorescent tubes. I don't like the idea of that at all. Um, I don't know how you'd, uh, you'd sort that out. It's getting... The guy's obviously... <clears throat> he's either starting to become mentally unhinged. As in, <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he getting dementia? Is starting? He, you know, Alzheimer's? <laughs> well, you know, over the last... 50 years um <laughs> or he's he's just had no education whatsoever whatsoever or had anyone to to tell him right from wrong at any point in his entire life and in both of those cases i'm starting to feel sorry for the guy to be honest he needs to i don't know just put he needs to go out to the knackers yard doesn't he he's, he's i think i know he's where he's getting the sunlight from because sunlight does kill viruses. Yeah. Like the, 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 inside the body. Well, well that's what no. I was going to say. Surely you would have to cut yourself open. So you'd have to flay yourself and then... Step one. <laughs> well, flay your body and then... Sunlight is out. just sunlight is just a section of the infrared spectrum, isn't it? <laughs> so ultraviolet, ultraviolet is a section of the electromagnetic spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe what he's suggesting is some form of light frequency that can penetrate the skin and so in the same way as an X-ray does. I don't know. Yeah. Irradiate know. your body then. Step one, flay yourself. <laughs> Strap yourself to a nuclear bomb. <laughs> Go to Chernobyl. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I don't know. He's, he's... Do you think when he was, sorry, when he was sort of saying... Inject yourself with dis. <laughs> he did say inject yourself with disinfectant, didn't he? But maybe men, a doctor has or someone's mentioned there's a way of irrigating your lungs or something. But even that, I don't think you could irrigate a lung, could you? Could you? This no. disinfectant no, is a is a is a catch-all term. All right. You know. Okay. I mean, obviously, people think, oh well, he means fire detol into your veins. But I mean, yeah. formaldehyde's a disinfectant, isn't it? Yeah, it's, the word is just to remove infection, remove yeah. an infectant. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not like pine dell. No. No, but I, I don't know. Leave leave the medical advice to the experts. Please. I got um, a response to all. his statement. Are you familiar oh, with sorry. Michael Rappaport? Made up name. Carry on. He's an actor, and you'll definitely recognise him if you saw him. He's got like a really broad, I think it's Brooklyn accent. You probably even recognise his voice, Michael Rappaport. Anyway, he uh, tweeted a response to Trump's sunlight <laughs> disinfectant statement. Fucking guy, Dick Stain. Deviant fucking Dr. Dick Stain. That's your new name, Dr. Dick Stain, Donald Trump. What the fuck are you talking about? UV light under the skin. Imagine being a doctor, that fucking doctor that has to sit there and everybody goes, didn't you say that? Remember I said that? And you spend your entire life being a doctor and you have to answer yes to this fucking guy. I forgot that woman's name. She sits there, she goes, yes, yes, fucking clown. And then after all that, after the UV light with the this and that, then you want to uh, have the people uh, give themselves disinfectant? 
You fucking dumb cocksucker, you! You dumb motherfucker! You first, asshole! Disinfectant? You want people to take disinfectant, you fucking slob, you? Now I gotta be quiet because there's people looking at me over there. See, they're social distancing. They're fucking looking at me cursing while I'm ranting. You dumb cocksucker. Nobody's putting disinfectant in their body, okay? And if anybody's gonna put disinfectant in their body, you first, okay? You do it first, okay? You put the disinfectant in your body first, then you give some to Melania, okay? Then Icky Ivanka, okay? Then Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr., Donald J. Trump Jr. J stands for jobless. Okay? Then Big Tooth Eric. You first fuck off with the disinfectant. That's pretty much what I said. <laughs> it's a rant, yeah. rant and half, that. Wow. Yeah, he needs a cannoli, that guy. Is this, um, <laughs> would this not be uh, an example of the, like, the Darwin Awards in practice if people start shooting up disinfectant? Well, apparently they've had yes. loads of uh, medical calls, whatever the nine one one calls, I guess, and and from people saying, um, "I'm thinking about injecting disinfectant or drinking disinfectant, or you know, to to try and stop inhaling." Yeah, um, and the, the kind of upshot from that is, from what I've seen, is that you know at least people are calling about it before they're doing it. They're not like just doing it and then. Uh, but I, I bet there will be people who have done it. These people... Trump is Lord! I bet these people aren't even ill. No, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. And they're ringing up, asking about... I think they're they're just wasting... They're just looking for attention and something, I think. I don't think anyone's stupid enough to do that. Because he said so. Mm. But maybe maybe I'll be proved wrong in the coming week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you only have to be as stupid as the the president of the United States of America to to, to do this. Yeah. I bet there are I bet there are some who hold him in high regard. Anyway, you need to vote him out in November. Oh and vote America. for uh, for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I got Harry The lesser of two evils. <laughs> You're a lion dog faced pony soldier. You- Poor uh, kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yeah, oh, future God. president. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. You've, you've, you've shot yourself in the foot, America, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Keir Starmer. He did his first PMQs this week. Oh. I watched so it. We're improving. <laughs> are we? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> It was a sol- probably, must be a little bit better than Corbyn, is he? Exactly. Def- definitely, yeah. it was We're better. Moving away from populism, right? Gradually, mm. which is what we need to do. So, yes. Very solid performance at the dispatch box. Is a good, it? good, pop, good performer. Yeah, I mean, he should good. be. He's a trained barrister, barrister and whatnot. Is, you know, he should yeah. be used to that sort of combative, yeah, oratory, shouldn't he? Hopefully. It's the, the policies um, out there, thing. Attorney General. A while ago. What was he knighted for? Wasn't it? Was it? No, he couldn't have been Attorney General. Unless it was under Brown? No. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, it was some sort of QC or something. I don't know. Mm. So, 
another possible good news story, depending on how you look at it. Mixed reports have emerged about the North Korean leader's health. A South Korean government minister says he's heard numerous rumours, but the most trustworthy source told him Kim Jong-un has undergone cardiovascular surgery. Early reports that Kim was close to death or in a vegetative state after surgery couldn't be confirmed by South Korean security officials. A Chinese medical team has reportedly been sent into North Korea to check on the dictator. Mm. That came out of nowhere, didn't it? <coughs> yeah, I mean, well, first of all, we don't know it's true. That is Second, ill. Second, may not be cause a bit of a power vacuum, or do you think China will just take over? No, his sister's um, his sister's quite highly regarded. Um, oh, or is it so. is it um, sort of espionage? Not espionage, I suppose. Some kind of internal. Um, wrangling going on. Well, the guy's 36, right? He Feet apparently wide. dropped to the ground, clutching his chest, so classic heart attack. That's dead young to be having a heart attack, but he is a big mm. unit, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I know, but it sounds a bit like a bit dodgy, doesn't it? Seems as most people go missing, don't they? He gets rid of his generals and stuff quite frequently. Yeah. From what I've read about it. I don't suspect foul play. Yeah. I believe the doctor, the surgeon's hands were shaking like fuck while they were operating on him. I bet they were. Yeah. Fuck me. Oh. I think his sister was influential in the Trump visit, the famous Trump visit mm. last year, was it? Know. The year before. Yeah. yeah. Is she the power behind the throne? Oh. I don't know. Every good dictator needs a sister. Take care of things. Is that right? Would you do that? It was Stalin's sister. North Korea. I don't know. She ended up in a gulag, probably. <laughs> a gulash? Yeah. That should, as well. He should have taken uh, Ernest Borgnine's uh, advice about how to keep healthy and longevity. You hear this? On our couch today, we're going to talk the, to you in the, the after the show show. But real quickly, <laughs> you're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're no, in nice. your late 60s, uh, early 70s. What's the secret? I don't dare tell you. <laughs> no meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. <laughs> I masturbate wow. a lot. He tried to uh, whisper that, didn't he, into the uh, presenter's ear. <laughs> Who was it? Ernest Borgnine. You'd recognise him if you see him. I didn't know that was his name. Yeah, he's in lots of shit kickers, weren't he? Cowboy films. He's in loads of stuff, isn't he? Loads of yeah. TV shows, I think, wasn't he, as well? <coughs> 80s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I must have been a lot. Shall I do my last um, good news story for this week? Is that it? One more short, short podcast. Oh, oh no, this news. is just the good news. Just the <laughs> good right. news. Have we got four hours of bad news? <laughs> uh, COVID upsides. I'm going to throw some oh. stats at you. Um, okay. Since the lockdown, mm. urgent cancer referrals down 75%, heart attacks down 50%, strokes, really? paediatrics all down. The way they- Hang on, though. Hang on. But there's no correlation there because 
Uh, I think it's, this is just people who are dying of heart attacks, not going to hospital, people not going to hospitals to be treated for things. Because cancer, incidence of cancer isn't linked to 5G towers. Ah, oh, but Ben, this is where you're wrong. It is linked. Ah, oh, it's um, linked. Yes. People are scared to go to the hospital. Yeah. So they're not going. Because it's a COVID thing. Yep. The NHS, oh, right. the government has been putting out statements and uh, Public Health England, I think, are doing an adv- advertising campaign next week. Because since oh, this lockdown, yeah. people have stopped going to hospitals. Yeah, so they're still getting cancer. They're still getting... They're still dying. Outside. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're locking down and we're having, oh, it's 500 died today and it's 600 yesterday, which is terrible, but mm. it's unforeseen consequences. Yep. Mm. People have uh, had, there was a lad on the TV, he was due up for testicular cancer. 21-year-old lad, cancelled. Another, other guy with kidney cancer, had to have a kidney removed. Day before the operation, cancelled. Because they're having he to make... Can't. No, the NHS can't. cancelled. Oh, right, okay. These, okay. these surgeries are getting cancelled. Right. So yeah. we've a hell of a lot of problems coming down the pike after this is over. And... Um, I am starting to wonder if we've fucked up. Starting. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to, I think that it's, they'll start lifting stuff, won't they? After these, this three weeks, this three week period has um, ended. Mm. Exactly On 40 base. days then. Third of yeah. May. Yeah. 40 days in the desert. Mm. Have you seen any burning bushes anywhere? Not recently. Lockdown, in it. <laughs> Got it out. So the uh, A and E though, A and E attendances down. Down a million. That is fifty percent. That is definitely directly associated with the pubs being closed. How many times? Ta- when when have you not? When have you not seen a pissed up, bleeding guy in A and E when you when you've been? Or. It's a sport as well. A lot of sports, apparently. It's a lot. Saturday afternoon is quite busy in A&E. Mm. So, like, Sunday league, cricket, rugby, everything gets played then. So none of that's obviously happening at the moment. And if you remember, A&E was one of the, one of the worst hit departments in terms of uh, the NHS is struggling mm. uh, before all this happened. Mm. So I don't know what it's going to look like at the end. I hope we don't just go back to whinging about stuff. But I can see it already happening. Yeah. How do you mean? Just like whining about NHS being not fit for purpose or whatever or, or being up for sale with, with the Yanks or whatnot. All the, all the nonsense bullshit I half listened to before the, uh, before the outbreak about the NHS and how it's failing, and we need something else. Right. I hope we don't go back to whinging about it, is all. But we probably will, because that's what we do. Yeah, because we're British. I hate British people. <laughs> say that. I can say that, surely. But me and Phil are British. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so, Obviously, Obviously, Amish first. Yeah. Uh, 
and hate's a strong word actually so what i should say is really i uh, i like some people less than i like others yeah um well also good news story is home base has opened again have you seen the queues yeah queuing they were queuing right around the car park apparently mm. they're getting joke mm. so I've, I've home base unilaterally taken the decision to reopen well, B&Q have started reopening their bigger stores, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. As well, because they were going to go and <laughs> I imagine. So it goes against the yeah. government advice, though, doesn't it? Yeah. So I don't know how they've managed to wangle it. A lot That's of what I mean. After, after they just opening. decided, right, we're opening. Fuck it. Maybe, yeah. As long as you incorporate social distancing in some way. I went into an Aldi last Monday I think it was and um, I was like doing my shop and then halfway around I noticed all the tape on the floor <laughs> and the arrows <laughs> and I'd just been wandering around the shop oh, <laughs> oh dear well now there is arrows the eavesdroppers if they don't go to Aldi mm. you know Aldi famously has is it five or six aisles I don't know I remember so you have to go in through the door and up one you have to go down, up, down to the tills. Yeah. And um, in each aisle, they've taped off every two metres. So there's two metre squares literally on the floor. And you're mm. supposed to stay in your square whilst the other person's in theirs, you know. Yeah, doesn't happen though. Around. No, because people just fucking around looking at bread yeah. for like five minutes. <laughs> you know, I ain't got time for that shit. So I say, you know, what past them? sniff well interestingly I, I went to Aldi a couple of weeks ago and they had the arrows the tape arrows mm. and I went today and the arrows had been removed oh good yeah because you know I always forget stuff so I'm like just up and down all oh, the yeah, time you have to walk oh, around the entire store to get back up yeah Something exactly like but you know yeah uh what was that Dr. Oz story you sent? Oh, Dr. Oz apparently is a doctor in um, America. And I think he has some kind of cardiovascular background where he hosts some kind of uh, medical program. Where they, I, I think he, he, I don't know if he answers questions or he does, like, you know, um, make me look better kind of stuff. But he's... Um, said something on hasn't he on Fox News apparently he's become a bit of a darling for Fox News and they're turning to him quite a lot during this uh, uh, current crisis in terms of his opinion on things have you got the clip of his statement that you're going hot water for yeah what he said on on Fox News yep Dr. Oz help us well, first, we need our mojo back. Let's start with things that are really critical to the nation where we think we might be able to open without getting into a lot of trouble. I tell you, schools are a very appetizing opportunity. Uh, I just saw a nice piece in The Lancet arguing that the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. And, you know, that's any life is a life lost. But to get every child back into a school where they're safely being educated, being fed, uh, and making the most out of their lives with a theoretical risk on the backside, uh, it might be a trade-off some folks would consider. We need to get industry back, supply lines. I mean, things that we can do without putting the nation at risk, Doc. Sorry. 
for basically saying that he, he thinks, you know, supportive of putting people, children back into schools because they only account for 2 to 3% of the mortality rate. Yikes. Yeah. You don't go on television and say <laughs> that, do you? <laughs> Jesus. You think it, but you don't say it. Oh, it seems rather callous. Yeah. Especially when, I suppose, he's probably a millionaire living in his little bunker in his um, broadcasts with his Dr. Oz background. Yeah, he was on the Oprah show, wasn't he? Oprah Winfrey, oh. wasn't he her resident doctor? Oh, is he? Right, okay. That's I where he had made, his own show. I think that's where he made his name back in the day, maybe. Oh, okay. You know. Uh, right. But yeah, after this horror, horrific uh, statement, there was a forthcoming mm. retraction. Yes. I've realized my comments on risks around opening schools have confused and upset people, which was never my intention. I misspoke. As a heart surgeon, I've spent my career fighting to save lives in the operating room by minimizing risks. At the same time, I'm being asked constantly, how will we be able to get people back to their normal lives? To do that, one of the important steps will be figuring out how do we get our children safely back to school. We know for many kids, school is a place of security, nutrition, and learning that is missing right now. These are issues we are all wrestling with, and I will continue looking for solutions to beat this virus. Oh, he's going to continue to look for solutions to beat the virus. That's good of him, isn't it, Dr. Oz? Oh, he was struck off. Was he? I don't know. I don't think there's some... He's not a real doctor or something. It's just something, something weird. You know, you're thinking, you're thinking of Doctor Nick. Yeah, that's Doctor Nick with the Let me, uh, I'll do some hunting in the background while you. No, well, I don't think he's been shook off. No. On the uh, topic of retractions, you might remember this clip from a couple of weeks ago, a couple of shows ago. Am I still out travelling the world? Yes. Oh, fuck me. Am I still shaking hands? Yes. Am I still cuddling fans at the airport? Yes. Am I washing my hands and keeping my hygiene to a high standard, as always? Yes. Has my life changed? No. Am I going to let some disease, COVID-19, dictate my life? Absolutely not. Get out there. Don't change. Fuck COVID-19. That was Ant Middleton from the, is it Channel 4 show? SES? SES. You does Winds yeah. or something? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was uh, in the, the eye of a Twitter storm a few weeks mm. ago when that came out. And then this week... For those of you that follow me, you'll know that I'm currently in New Zealand filming a secret project. However, that secret project has been cancelled, so I am yeah. going to be on a flight home this weekend. And now I've come out of this bubble, I've realised that um, I've probably been a bit insensitive towards the magnitude, uh, the scale of the crisis that's happening in the UK um, and the forever changing situation and advice that's uh, being given. So what I've decided to do is take down my previous posts because some of the advice uh, that I give now goes against government advice and I wouldn't want people to come across that now. So I've decided to take them down. I've decided to uh, admit that I made a mistake. I always talk about integrity. Um, take that on the chin and uh, come back to the UK and do the best that I possibly can. For those of you that follow me, you'll... 
Oh. Slice of humble pie, anyone? <laughs> I think someone had a call off their publisher. Yeah, oh, it was Channel 4, probably. Um, and, and you do realise we um, pay your salary. Um, you're a public oh, broadcaster, you know. Um, is there any way you could just take that post down and apologise for everything that you said over the last two weeks? <laughs> I'm going, I'm going book pub, pub, publisher. Oh, I think okay. that's where the money is, not Channel 4. Not Channel 4. What will he get paid for that? I mean, it would have been probably 50 grand in the first season. How many seasons has it been on? few four or five maybe it was up to 200 grand for a season um isn't book was a number one bestseller i think was it yeah was it an sas memoir or something yeah was it yeah and there's is probably joe, is joe swash gonna take over this super secret project then <laughs> <laughs> so i suggest it probably wasn't a single book deal maybe it's a three book deal who knows I wonder if his program got canned because of his comments or because of the situation because of both. the virus, I would have thought. Mm. Although that is option C, isn't it? Yeah, he's thought, oh shit. I'm going to lose future TV work. <laughs> yeah, well he would do as well, wouldn't he? Yeah, so he's rolled it back anyway, he's done the right thing. Mm. Whatever his motives were. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We should, um, oh, fucking hell. There was another uh, big story from across the pond. We need to tackle this. It went viral on Facebook Messenger, and it was the White House press conference hot mic. Oh, the hot mic incident. I wonder if you want to do this. Hot mic incident. It's hard. It's a bit hard to make out what he says, but... Yeah, I think you'll get the gist if you haven't already seen it or heard it. What's up, Barry? All right, man. What do you know, Barry? You can take out the mask, Doug. The uh, case fatality rate's at 0.1 to 0.3, according to you. Is that really? That's reassuring. USC. Everybody here's been vaccinated anyway. USC and LA County Public Health come out with a study. They found that there are 7,000 cases in California. But they really believe that there are anywhere from 221,000 to 442,000 people who were infected. Really? Yeah. So that makes it 0.1 to 0.3? Was a study you came out with? Yeah, just came up with that. So it suggests the case fatality is 10. Seems to be. Wow. Put your right line with the tape. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So it was a hoax. So this viral the video went viral mm. and it looked like the briefing room where the president does his briefings every day and there was yeah. these two guys and like one of them looked like a you know it's a cameraman or a grip or something and this other guy in a suit comes and and tells this story about some studies come out from California I think it was saying that the real the number of asymptomatic cases is massive, and thus the death rate is down to between point three and point one point three or something. Was it like point two? Yeah, two point three or something to three. Massively down anyway. Mm. And then the other guy says something like, "Good job we're all vaccinated anyway," <laughs> which yeah, was a bit, which was fucking weird. <laughs> he said, um, "I think he said we're all vaccinated here anyway." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and um, well I did a bit of digging 
Mm-hmm. And the the guy in the suit is a journalist for Fox News. Oh, right, okay. And he is one of the guys who has asked questions at the briefing in the same way that Laura Koonsberg does here mm-hmm. uh, on behalf of Fox News. And um, mm-hmm. I got him asking a question to Dr. Burks, Deborah Burks. Mm. So over Hi. there, oh, Ben's back. You all do your back, Ben? Uh, yeah, just, just video. Right. So, how, like, we have Chris, Chris Whitty and um, Patrick Valance, mm. uh, usually flanking the minister. Uh, Anthony Fauci is the main, one of the main guys, and the other main doctor is Dr. Deborah Burks. And she got asked a question by the same um, Fox journalist related to this study. So I thought you might want to hear the answer. Um, the University of Southern California and the L.A. County Public Health put out a report today that suggests that the penetrance of the virus is as much as almost 40 times what it was believed to be that as many as 442,000 people in L.A. County may have been infected, which suggests two things. It suggests that you have a lot more people out there who could be spreading the virus, but it also suggests that the case fatality rate is more in line with the 2017-2018 flu than what we've seen in some other areas of the world. But I'm wondering if you've seen that and what your thoughts were. So we're looking at all those studies very carefully, and I think um, you will remember over the last three weeks I've been talking about the level of asymptomatic spread and my concern about asymptomatic spread because um, with flu and other diseases, when people are sick, it's easy to contact trace. When people are not sick and shedding virus, you have to have a very different approach, a very different sentinel surveillance approach, a sentinel monitoring approach, which we outlined in the guidelines. And it's why the guidelines took that very seriously so not really an answer no but the other thing is is it's one study isn't it it's quite a lot of um oh oh god why have you gone oh is he still there carry on (laughs) stop carry on um there was a big pop at my end (laughs) (laughs) yeah Stay. There oh, go. it's back. Yeah, fuck, that might have been a surge or something. So, yeah, it's only one study. Yeah, so it's only one study, isn't it? There's a lot of contradicting research out there, isn't there? Is about... there? I think so, yeah. What I've read. Uh, Are you saying there's a lot of research that says that the death rate is quite low and a lot of people is more asymptomatic cases than... There is things cases. starting to come out. I think what you, have, what you have to bear in mind is that the most re- recent data has got to be the best. Right. I would say. Because as you go along the process, you gather more data. Mm. Um, I, I think most of it's junk anyway. <laughs> and it's, it's junk in, junk out. So you got um, an, the second question about testing. And if you can make sense of her reply about testing, <laughs> fucking... Answers on a postcard because it's gobbledygook. What we don't want to do, and I'm just going to do another 30 seconds on testing. These tests are not 100% sensitive or specific. And I'm going to go over this over and over again. So if you have 1% of your population infected and you have a test that's only 99% specific, 
that means that when you find a positive, 50% of the time it will be a real positive, and 50% of the time it won't be. And that's why we're really asking people to start testing in among... Did you get that? So when you have yeah. a test that's 99% reliable, and you're uh, testing the 1%, specific. 99% specific... And you're only testing one percent of the population. It's only right fifty percent of the time. Uh, call, is it a is it a sex panther test? <laughs> Let's try again. Yeah. What we don't want to do, and I'm just going to do another thirty seconds on testing. These tests are not a hundred percent sensitive or specific and I'm going to go over this over and over again so if you have one percent of your population infected and you have a test that's only 99 percent specific that means that when you find a positive, 50% of the time it will be a real positive, and 50% of the time it won't be. And that's why we're really asking people to start testing in among the first responders and the healthcare workers that may have had the greatest exposure, because that's where the test will be most reliable. And then when we have the luxury, we can go out to broader and broader communities. But this has been the fundamental question to begin with and has been persistent. And we will emphasize to the American people. She, Does she mean that because she's, they'll be testing people who don't have the virus. So, like, chances are half the people they test won't have the virus anyway. They just have a cough. What she said is, is if 1% of your population has the virus, when you test, 50% will be positive and 50% won't be positive. <laughs> or maybe a false positive. It's just nonsense. Yeah. They haven't got a fucking clue. I don't think they've got a clue what's going on. So, Ben, when she's saying, like, 99% specific, is that, like, a sciencey thing? Saying well, that's because it's... Specific. The test is specific to... To coronavirus. ...the COVID-19 antigen, yeah. Whereas so it's you not. can have a test for coronavirus, and it might give you positives for non-novel coronavirus, coro coronavirus infections. Like influenza. Well, not like influenza, but like the common Why cold. Why not influenza? Because that's, that's not coronavirus. Influenza, it's not coronavirus. Yeah. Right. So it'd be common cold. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's H, HCOV29 or something is, is one of the most prevalent common colds. Right. Someone fact check that. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, I think that is sensitivity though. What she's talking about rather than specificity. But she has got the numbers all out of whack. If you if you got one percent infected and you test your entire population, uh, then there is with a ninety nine percent sensitive test, one percent of the one percent may give you a false positive. I may have got that completely wrong, but that's why I'm not I'm not going on national television in America to talk about numbers because I'm not certain of the of uh, of what I'm saying. So, you know. <laughs> I don't think she's saying of what she's saying either. Exactly, yeah, but you know, she's on national uh, Who is she? 
Deborah, Who are you? Deborah Burks. Who are you? <laughs> Dr. Burks. Is she, is she kind of a big deal? Yeah. Like I said, like we have Chris Whitty and Patrick. Uh, right, yeah. What's yeah. it? They have Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks, who do the press conference every day with Trump and Pence. Deborah. It'd be like, you know, if, if you're kind of up front and then you've got like a guy like a guy entering sort of early stages of dementia saying inject yourself with Dettol. Yeah. going to put you off your stride, isn't it? Yeah, he's probably just said that to her just as she was going to walk on. She's going, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, she can't compute that and the numbers at the same time. No. Uh, she is the doctor that Trump is referring to when he's talking about the disinfectant. Right, he's okay. looking to the side at Dr. Dr. Burks. She's like that going... Uh, <laughs> digging her nails into the chair. Yeah. But, um, I, I heard him describe the the first coronavirus test, today, uh, which was quite amusing this week, the process. Our testing is getting better and better. I took the first test. The first test was not pleasant. This was not a pleasant thing. I said, you got to be kidding to the doctor. you got to be kidding. Up your nose, and then we hang a right, and it goes down here. And then we'll wiggle it around here under your eye, and then we'll pull it out and we'll say, yeah. I said, no, that's, that's, that's no way that can happen. <laughs> Is that the way it goes? You sure? This was a very unpleasant test. And then I was tested a few weeks later with the new test that just came out, the Abbott, where they just touch your nose, basically, and they put it in a machine. And a, literally a few minutes later, they tell you if you're fine. And, and I was lucky in both cases. Yeah, I'd heard about the test that they shove up your nose and they go up your, is it your adenoids? And then it goes into above your palate or something. Yeah. your sinuses. Yeah. Yeah, not required anymore. Good. Oh, is it not? No, no, there's a new, like I said, you, they touch your nose. Sweet. <laughs> give me a, give me a <laughs> Slightly touch your nose. <laughs> put it in a machine, apparently. You put it in a machine. The uh, Eskimo burning sage near you, and uh, lay some feathers on the ground, cast some runes. I thought they were beautiful. I thought these were beautiful, wonderful tests in the US. The best tests. <laughs> the beautiful, beautiful tests. It's a few weeks ago we had it. I think it's maybe three weeks ago. Yeah, that was. That seems like a, like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? Three weeks ago. Oh, I know. Do you remember the Monday night when Bojo came on the telly? The first night. That was a while ago, yeah. Yeah. How long ago was that now? Is that about a month ago now? Yeah, it must be, yeah. He was in hospital for two weeks. And he's we've not seen him for since he came out of hospital a week ago. Yeah, it must have been. And he was self-isolating before. Is he going to do yeah, it tomorrow, was. do you think? Yeah. The press conference? Down zip wire. Across the ten, straight into number ten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through the open door. Uh, <laughs> uh, Imagine the health and safety. Uh, nightmare. He's not the mayor of London anymore, is he? No. no. Can't be zip wiring him everywhere. Maybe, uh, yeah, parachute drop. Mm. I uh, heard an interesting clip from the New York mayor this week. New York, New York mayor Bill de Blasio. 
Oh, your outside uh, favorite for the no, White that's, House, that's Cuomo. Oh, sorry, yeah. it's Governor. Governor well, is he, Cuomo. Is he the Governor, not the Mayor? This is the Mayor, and um, <laughs> this is quite Orwellian, really. It's about snitching. Yay! New Yorkers, you have been extraordinary at social distancing. And let me tell you, it has taken every fiber of our beings to figure out how to do this because we're warm, emotional people. We're used to being close to each other. We're used to being packed in the subway cars, and we've had to do the exact opposite and figure out how to keep distance. It's not natural for us. It's not normal for us, but you've done it. You've done an amazing job. Now, look, thank you, everyone who's done it the right way, but we still know there's some people who need to get the message. And that means sometimes making sure the enforcement is there to educate people and make clear we got to have social distancing. So now it is easier than ever when you see a crowd, when you see a line that's not distanced, when you see a supermarket that's too crowded, anything, you can report it right away so we can get help there to fix the problem. And now it's as simple as taking a photo. All you got to do is take the photo and put the location with it. And bang, send a photo like this, and we bang. will make sure that enforcement comes right away. <laughs> Text the photo to 311 692, and action will ensue. Enforcement will come to get the help we need, or you can use the 311 app. Send that photo there, and you'll make sure immediately there's follow up. Look, this is important. I want to. I find that really disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Good um, money spinner, though, isn't it, for police and that? Fines, I imagine. Do you think they're issuing a lot? Well, I don't know. I bet bet they're losing a lot more in speeding ticket fines than they were getting out of this. That's what I mean. So you've got to balance the books somehow, haven't you? What's the uh, maximum fine? I don't know. No idea. How do you know? No, no. All oh, right. A thousand pound. Thousand pound. In America. Oh, hang on. Oh, do you want America? <laughs> Is it a thousand pound here? No, I am sixty six pound fine. Potentially another for a second offence. Cut to thirty if you pay within two weeks. Is that here? Legal thing. Uh, yeah. This is here. On Wednesday, someone was arrested at a train station and fined £850 for failing to justify her reasons for essential travel. Fucking hell. £850? Yeah, total fine was comprised of 650 fine for failing to comply with requirements imposed under the Coronavirus Act 2020, uh, as well as an £85 fine for ticket fraud and £80 in costs. <laughs> Never get that money anyway. No. A man has been fined 500 for failing to obey lockdown rules. He told officers I can do what I want. <laughs> Before kicking and punching the inside of the van on the way to, on the way to the police station. Yay. The civil liberties guys are having a field day with this, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's quite shocking how quickly we've turned from a free country to essentially self-imposed mm. incarceration. <laughs> Do you think yeah. there's a link between 
it not being advised to wear face masks in public and the fact we've spent so much on CCTV and facial recognition <laughs> in the streets over the last uh, couple Fucking of days. hell, where's my tinfoil at? Woo! Say again. Say again, I've forgotten it. What's the so, link? So, link between the government advice, which is not to wear face masks in public, and um, the amount of CCTV with facial recognition they've put up in the last, well, 20 years, really, and all, all the money that's been spent on that, that will be completely pointless if everyone's going around wearing yeah. masks of any kind. I think that's a serious conspiracy theory. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> My, uh, I've got a milder conspiracy theory on that reasoning. Yeah. In that... Dilute. The... PPE supply of the supply of masks is so fragile and we need to reserve it for healthcare workers. Mm. And so by allowing uh, suggesting that the general public use it, there will be a massive extra pressure on the supply chain of PPE and that's why they're suggesting we don't wear them. I think that's a fact. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> oh, think that's I, a conspiracy theory. That, that is a conspiracy. That they're no, not being honest with this. Right. Chief Scient... No, no, no. This is a conspiracy. Chief Science... Oh, right. pa- Patrick, what's he mm. called? Chief Science Officer... Neil Patrick com- Harris. ...comes onto the briefing and says the scientific evidence doesn't support the use of face masks by the general public. Oh, you're you're yeah. saying he's lying. You're saying, no, the real reason is we need to p- protect the ch- supply chain. So, sorry, Patrick, you need to find a reason not to recommend general public using face masks. That is a bang on nailed on conspiracy. I yeah, and you you, you both there is think med- it's true. There is, yeah, there, I'd say there is medical evidence that wearing a face mask reduces the risk of transmission because it stops you, you know, your droplets going further than the edge of the mask. I think what their their argument is there's a lack of positive evidence that it has a positive impact. Even though it I'm, seems fucking common sense. Uh, yeah, well, I'm 100% sure you can find that positive evidence if you're looking for it. Right. I think we can nail that conspiracy theory on then. That it is. Next time you ask me about a true conspiracy theory, I'll say this. That during the coronavirus, we were told that masks didn't work. And actually, they do. And they lied to us to protect the supply chain. I'm having that one. All right, put it on the board. I've <laughs> got, you know, got one. I've got one. WTC7 won't go away. <laughs> it's the Fermite. It's the Fermite and the holographic jets. It's a fucking Scud that hit the Pentagon. Holographic <laughs> Scud missile. Uh, kind of worms. Um do you what about Mas- What about Mossad hiring out one floor of the World Trade Center for the six months prior? So I got to do face masks. <laughs> I'm just spouting <laughs> conspiracy theories that I've heard for some reason. Do you remember when he said that uh, twenty thousand pounds, uh, twenty thousand pounds, twenty thousand deaths would be a, a good figure, a good result, yeah, a, a good result, yeah. a target. Well, obviously, it's yeah. We're way um, past that already. Well, we're, yeah, we're, we're over it now. Twenty. We're nearly 21,000, so everyone's going, oh, you know, it's the government, the right strategy, was it the, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Whinging again, basically. Um, so uh, they could have said in that first <coughs> 200,000 deaths 
would be a would be yeah. a, a good result. And I don't think anyone would have thought any different at no. that time because we didn't know whether it was going to be, you know, one in two people. We're forgetting yeah. something here, though. The whole thing that triggered this lockdown was a study from Imperial College by um, mm. Neil Ferguson. Right. And do you remember, I think it was a Sunday night, yeah. and we got a message from one producer, Ray Mundo, saying this study's just come out. Yeah, yeah. And it was saying half a million deaths. Mm. Headline figure. That was quarter- immunity thing, wasn't it? Well, if, if you took no action. Yeah. Um, 250,000 deaths with, I think it was mild social distancing. Mm-hmm. And it was immediately after this report came out that they said 20,000 would be a good result. So that's where they've got mm. the number from. They couldn't have said half a million because this study had come out. It was all over the news. Half a million is if we do nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. From this non-peer-reviewed study from yeah. Imperial. And the, well, the, all, some... the whole atmosphere changed overnight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because in Sweden, are they still not in lockdown? Not locking things down? They're not locked down, but they they have some mild social distancing, very mild. Because they disagreed, didn't they, with the findings of that report, saying that the modelling was overly pessimistic. Yes, and also they're saying that as soon as we come out of lockdown, we're going to have a second spike, whatever, because we've no herd yeah. immunity, and we've all weakened immune systems because we've been washing our hands every twenty minutes. And not going out, and our natural flora mm. is, is has gone down because we've been inside for three months or however long it goes on for. So we're That's naturally it. we're more susceptible when we come out. Mm. Uh, well, it's a good job I've been in the back garden eating soil, then, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, you know, should I be washing my hands constantly? It's um, I only wash my hands if after I've been out, if I've been to a shop. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. That's, That's the only thing I do. Yeah. But That's yeah. The only the... time I do it. Like if I have a poo, a wee, you know, pick up, change a dirty nappy, stuff like that, I do not wash my hands. Do <laughs> <No>. you <laughs> so maybe have a chew on the nappy before you bin it as well? <laughs> oh, well. Do you want a story? I know what you're going to say because <laughs> I saw this documentary. No, it's not a documentary. It's a. Oh. It's a an Amish Matt's home life, real story. Just before I, you start, yes. the documentary is about a woman who used to like to just gently gnaw on the nappies, the filth nappies. But it was she, filthy? Yeah, before she put them on the bin. Yeah, She was addicted. She had a psychological addiction to chewing on these bundled up nappies. She carried them. She wouldn't wow. leave the house without one, a used one. Bundled? Well, at least she was sucking the outside of it. Yeah, with the turd inside, yeah. <laughs> so what's your what's your Amish uh, Mart home life anecdote? Uh, well, I was today, this morning, I had both of the children for the majority of the morning. So I guess it's about mid-morning. I think, right, I deserve to have a shave. I had a shave for about a week and a shower. Um, the youngest is nearly 12 months old, nearly one. And the eldest was, like, entertaining him. So I thought, right, I'll just go into the bathroom, have a shower, keep all the doors open, the gates on the thing, there's bars across, you can just run up and down. And anyway, um, so I started my shave, comes into the bathroom, and he's got some... He quite likes to um, go to 
you know, wet wipes, take them out, and occasionally chew them and suck them. So it's, he comes into the bathroom, and I notice he stands up holding the bath, and he's sucking on a wipe. And I think, oh, that's all right. I take the wipe off him, put it in the... Um, Let's pause. Is this the, the oldest or the new one? The, the baby. The new one. <laughs> Not the four-year-old child, no. Oh, I was getting concerned. <laughs> Yeah, and anyway, so I went. Uh, I just went into the bedroom. Thought, let's just go and put these wipes away. No wipes. However, there is an opened nappy, dirty nappy, and he'd taken the wipes out of the dirty nappy, and he'd been <laughs> sucking on them in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, it wasn't a shit nappy. It was a wee wee nappy. Oh, well, urine oh, sterile, is... isn't it? So, Yeah, so hopefully it was okay. Holy he's not going to die. Why does he but, like to chew? But, oh, hof- but hopefully his flora will be fine. I don't know. I don't know why he likes to suck wipes. He's always done it. You'd think they taste horrible. Really... Yeah, they do, but I don't know if it's a soothing, because te- he seems to be teething. He's only got two teeth. He went teething for three months. With oh. Nothing to show for it. Maybe it helps with, like, grinding it together or something. Mm. Or maybe the foul taste just takes his mind off the pain in his gums. Oh, mm. this little get! Yikes! <laughs> oh, oh dear! So I locked him under the stairs for the rest of the day. Mm. <laughs> Quite right. Yeah. And there's no light under there either, is there? It's no. the only way they'll learn. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough yeah. love. Yeah. How long was he in isolation for? <laughs> under the stairs. Yeah. Um, until the stench was too much to take. Right. Okay. God. I'd just like to say to eavesdroppers, I don't, I, I don't lock my baby under the stairs before you report me to social services. Libtard. Ah, dear. What are you drinking, Phil? It's uh, porty. It's the old jammy red. Oh yeah, she went to Sainsbury's one day this week, oh. and uh, there was two. She got me two bottles. Is it there? They've started. They had it in Morrison's the other day. First time ever. Yeah, you can be lucky and unlucky. <laughs> um, the Merlot's all right as well. The uh, was it Yellowtail? Is it? Yeah. Call me Merlot, Yellowtail. Can I have that? Right, is that it? Have we run out of clips now? Have we got anything else for us? There's, there's more, but... Go on. It's not important. Oh, I'm not ready to turn off. Oh, well, I got um, I got a, a message through about the Gates Foundation. The Gates oh, of Hell! The Bill and Gates, the Belinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> uh, about its original name. I didn't realise it had changed its name. But okay, I, I got sent, I sent a, a video clip, and it's from an award ceremony from two thousand and eight, um, and <clears throat> I'll uh, play it for you. In 1997, Dr. Zabin got a call from a friend in Seattle about a potential funding source for an organization that would focus on international population and reproductive health. Bill and Melinda Gates with just a little money to spend, but a lot of skepticism about the academic approach, agreed to meet with Lori Zabin and her colleagues at Johns Hopkins, and they came away impressed. 
1998, Dr. Zabin became the founding director of the Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control, with a mission to help developing countries create their own reproductive health policies and programs. Holy shit. Did you catch that? Yeah. The Bill Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control. Fuck me. Wow. Fucking hell. What was that book you lent me, Phil? The, uh, Which one? I don't know. The cra- the or the um, oh, dystopian one, like written in the thirties. Uh, Brave, Brave New, New World. World Brave New World. Yeah. Oh, well, this that, isn't it. It's the population bomb thing, isn't it? Yeah. People think, uh, and this is a this is also a thread that runs through climate change activists, extremists. In that, the, you know, there's too many of us and we're too oh, much right, of a okay. drain and we mm. should be advocating things that get the population down. Well, this is, it's quite often written about, isn't it, that when women in developing countries are more educated, the birth rate goes down. The hell is that? Ben's uh, stroking the cat. Sorry. Are you not listening? Yeah, population to it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you squeaking? I've got a uh, like a glass uh, top on this desk. Are you ready uh, to end, end the podcast or something? No, I, I've been I've been writing notes in uh, whiteboard marker on it. That is all. Ben, you're ruining the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Since day one. Never mind. If it's not the heavy breathing, it's the squeaky whiteboard wiping. Hey, we're going to have some trailers coming out soon. We've yeah, done our first one. one. We've done our, yeah, we've done our first one. Yeah. we try and get one out a week. It's literally um, been viewed like hotcakes. Has it? Last, last time I checked, it had two likes <laughs> <laughs> and 37 views. <laughs> which the- is, to be fair, which is <laughs> 50% of our followers on Instagram. <laughs> oh, this is on Instagram. Yeah. Right. It's I thought on, he was on oh, YouTube sorry, or something. Oh, sorry. No, that's the other trailer, isn't it, Ben? After well, Ben's Trump I, trailer. Oh, the Trump trailer's on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That had that had that had upwards of forty views. Yeah, it's like that. I've oh. not checked for a while. No, I think I think twenty of them of me going on checking, <laughs> accidentally pressing play. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got one that's nearly done. I think ready to go. We're going to have to do a debut for that. Uh, what do you call it? Not debut, a premiere. Mm-hmm. Have to do a trailer premiere this week. And then, oh, uh, yeah, it's been out to market research. It's been favorably uh, viewed. It had two, two thumbs up. They enjoyed it. Two people replied. Yeah. Two people replied. One two. said, LOL, lots of love. Two okay. out of five? Yeah. No, two out of four. Seven? Two out of four, because we don't count. Oh, right, okay. So that's a 50% hit rate. So we'll do that. Yeah. And then I'll have to get a thinking cap on to get so, another yeah, one so for next week. Th- therefore, by that logic, and what's her name? Deborah Burroughs. Pretty sure that you know we get five hundred million views on Instagram. Is that how it works? 
Well, I think it's like it's been downloaded a billion times, hasn't it? So 50% of people like it. Yeah, I mean, if 1% of 99% of the population click like on 50% of our posts, then that's yeah. 200 million people uh, straight yeah. away uh, <laughs> infected. So With humour. Gone viral. Right. Yeah, and uh, these episodes will be top and tailed and put on YouTube as well for your viewing delectation. Yeah, go and find uh, that. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We yeah, should um, subscribe to thing. I don't, I don't know what buttons you push, but push them. I all. think, I think we've got twelve <laughs> subscribers now. On what? 12. YouTube. Really? A dozen. Yeah. Well, I think we should take this opportunity to thank our producers: Papa Lou, yeah. Panhead, Raymundo, Estefan, Gav. Sorry if we didn't get round to whatever you sent. There is, there was another video, but I didn't have a chance to clip it. That um, Gav I think did Papa sent the. The video of a horse eating a chicken. <laughs> Not seen that one. I'll, uh, I think it might be on Facebook actually, but uh, yeah, it did originate from Garson. <laughs> Why did the horse Great. eat the chicken? He <laughs> was it just heaving it up. <laughs> it's gross. Fuck. It's weird. Mr. Hands. Nature is weird. <laughs> You've seen? Have you seen Mr. Hands? I've heard about it <laughs> with the horse. Yeah. Oh my god. No, you don't want to watch it, Matt. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to see someone die live on TV. Does he get kicks or something? (laughs) If only. No, he gets penetrated. Oh, and it ruptures him. Yes. There's a video of that. Yes, they filmed it. Is it like porn? If you're going to get a horse to shag you, you might as well film it. And it murders him. It killed him. He, he died death. of internal injuries, yeah. Death by mama. And then what? You can watch him die. <laughs> um, well, you hear the noise of when he's ruined inside. Anyway, how? I think he died later so like, in hospital. Is it like? Have a you seen race? how big a, a horse's penis is? No. Well, yeah, kind of. The amount of smegma that's produced by a horse's <laughs> penis is considerable. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm thinking about the video now. It's making me. Ill. <laughs> why do you watch that? It's like a kind of people who watch those beheading videos. I oh just no. don't understand why you would even click play. It's like Two Girls, One Cup. It's one of those videos that went round in the dark days of the internet and everyone had to watch it. It was, uh, what do you look like? An urban legend? Yeah, of and the then internet. Some, like reaction videos to yeah. people watching the video. Oh, and, no. That was basically YouTube for six months, wasn't it? Yeah. Reaction videos. Yeah, it shouldn't be called YouTube anymore. It should be called Mainstream Tube. Yeah. It's not about YouTubing anymore. It's about the MSN. Mainlining. Despacito. It's about the MSN, as usual. But anyway. So we, anyway, we call follow it a... us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we Subscribe. Won't, we won't post Mr. Hans. <laughs> we might not post it. Oh, and also, if anybody wants to leave us any feedback about the videos we're posting and let us know if you're allowed to swear on Instagram and Facebook oh, yeah. your videos because there's a lot of swearing in all of our trailers. Well, not on the nice ones of Bendis, just the rubbish ones that me and Phil did. We could bleep them, I suppose, can we? Oh, it's too tricky on the, my phone. I can't be arsed. Yeah. I could definitely bleep them. I can definitely do that. Bleep, bleep. Uh, what noise should I, should I use a traditional bleep or pick something? Can you use the the sound of the tearing from Mr. Hans? <laughs> <laughs> I could 
probably isolate his groan. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, that's that decided. So t- <laughs> take care, eavesdroppers. Don't have nightmares. I feel like that guy at the end of Crime Watch. <laughs> Nick, what's it? What's it called? Nick, uh... Nick Cave. <laughs> no, not that no. bad seed. Is it Nick, Nick, Nick Park? Nick Is it Park? Ross? <laughs> Nick, Nick Ross, yeah, Nick, Nick Ross. Nick Ross, is it Nick Ross? Nick Ross, it yeah. is, yeah. Don't have yeah. nightmares, droppers, And don't, no. don't search for the Mr. Hans video, whatever you do. Yes. But just, just listen for his groan when our next trailer comes out. Yeah, lock your doors. Yep. Right. All right. See you in a bit. Wakanda right. forever. Push Jebulon. The, in- the imposter, <laughs> as, Ryan, <laughs> as Ryan pointed out the other week. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Right, see you next week. Guess next week. I'll find out, is it? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just stick and twist it! Uh, everything's under control. It's normal. <laughs>